This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you could have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. Please welcome Drew Barrymore. Today is one of my favorite days. It's Pop Quiz! I love games, and here's how it works. It's not that horrible pop quiz that you get in school and freak out over. This is the fun one, where during our final segment, we'll choose one audience member to answer three questions about today's show. Now, one question will win you $100, two questions, $200, and you get all three, it's 1000 So, I know, it's so fun, right? <laughs> Again, not the bad pop quizzes, the good ones. So everyone in the audience, pay attention to the details because you don't know who's getting that pop quiz. All right, now let's get this party started. In 1989, on September 22nd, the breakthrough sitcom Family Matters landed on our TV screens and became a cornerstone of TGIF television. And one of its stars became an instant icon, stealing scenes with his Many catchphrases and hijinks. All right, I love this person. I'm so excited to talk to them. Check this out. Hi, Mr. Winslow. I'm Steve Urkel. Please hitch up those pants a little higher. I got a very tight skirt on because we have the amazing Jaleel White. to talk to you, but last weekend, I am obsessed with the CNN shows, um, you know, like the history of, and this was the history of the sitcom, and there was the whole thing about you, you did an interview, and one of the things that really caught my attention was you went onto that show, and can you please tell that story, because it, like, it, it was different than what I would have guessed. Yeah, no, we listen. I, I got a different start than you, Drew. I got a different start. I was just a, I was just a kid trying to make money to go to college. And uh, I went on an audition. I had braces on my teeth. Uh, the audition was to play the nerd. Most of the people wanted to actually go out for the role of the cute guy that 
Laura wanted to go to the dance with, and it was just me and two, three other boys. And I really wanted this job because I wanted to Sega Genesis and my parents would let me go to Toys R Us and get whatever I wanted if I got this job. And that's how it happened. But your character, something happened because of you. What happened? Yeah, the show was saved. <laughs> I didn't know, you know, unbeknownst to me. Um, it was really special night, though, when we taped the show, because uh, I remember a fraternity came that night. And I'll never forget these guys. I always wish I could find them and thank them, because they would chant, we want the nerd in all the scenes that I wasn't in uh, during the live taping. And, uh, and it's funny because back then I didn't have a parking space by the stage. I had to park in, in the big structure with all with the audience. So I actually walked back to the to the to the structure with the very guys who were chanting and ultimately got me the dang job. <laughs> okay, so you were 12 years old there then, and now your daughter is 12. Have you talked to her about like how you grew up? Oh gosh, she has no interest in how I grew up. Uh, I, I I showed her a, a cassette tape once. And I was like, this is what we used to listen to music on. And before I could even get my explanation out, she had just taken the whole thing out and said, this is stupid. So That's when you tell her you take a pencil and you stick it in the middle and twist it. <laughs> she's like, this is stupid. My daughter's, even when I try to tell her she's a good dancer, she's like, dad, it's TikTok. I'm like, okay, all right, no arguing here. Well, speaking of former child stars and children of a certain age, your podcast that is incredibly successful called Ever After is so successful, you've pulled an Urkel once again that an, a, a seed grew into a garden. Uh, your podcast is now being made into a TV series. Why yes. did you come up with this idea? You know, I just, I always see bad press about former child actors. And the truth of the matter is, there's a lot more that turn out like you, but maybe not even necessarily as famous, but uh, doctors, lawyers, and, and it's all dependent on coming from a good family background. And I was like, who's telling these stories? Um, and I just started going through my own phone, really, and from people like Brian Austin Green, to Seth Green, to Maya Bialik, uh, Melissa Joan Hart. I just started calling up my friends, Danica McKellar, and they were all like, yeah, Jay, we'll come on. So it made it an easy show for me to book during pandemic. Uh, I was literally going to my buddy's, uh, my producer's Airstream in the front of his house. And I'm, I'm, I'm doing the podcast and it was just, it was, it was positive. And it, was, it gave people a lot of insight into, uh, into the reality of, of, uh, of what it is to have been a child performer and not necessarily the nasty headline that says, oh, you know, somebody got caught on drugs or something like that. I mean, I, I definitely thank you for putting on a show like that because it's true. Some of us made it out okay. And I, I really thank you for that, Jaleel. I really do. That's a huge compliment coming from you. Like you, you were definitely one of my, my wish list guests, like way up at the top. I grew up watching you on movies like Firestarter, so I get to bring up your old stuff too. And uh, that was like one of my favorite films as a kid. It was one of the first movies that you saw a kid carry. Um, so I very much grew up watching you. First of all, I'm so honored. And I also love that your podcast is called Ever After, which is a film that I did that changed my life forever. Um, and I have been such a fan of yours. That's why I was looking forward to talking to you because I grew up with you and I just think the world of you. And it's really nice to grow up with you. Oh, thank you. Well, speaking of candid and keeping it real, 
I want to start a game with you. Oh. Are you game? I'm gay. Okay. Uh, oh. You're going to have to find out what this is after the break. You're not going to want to miss it. Thank you so much. We'll be right back. <laughs> We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. That's not just the sound of that first sip of morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. We're back with one of my favorite people, Jaleel White. Hello, Jaleel. Okay, um, Steve Urkel is just so iconic. Um, and he had that very famous catchphrase. Mm -hmm. Did I do that? That's exactly what he said. Not exactly how he said it, but it's exactly what he well, said. Well, I try to say it smooth now. <laughs> I mean, first of all, nerds became the hot ones, ironically. So that worked out well. And you did grow up so handsome. So win-win. Blush, blush, blush. Okay. I yes, absolutely. <laughs> deserve, deserve, deserve. All right. So we want to play a game with you. And it's something called, Did I Do That? All right. Okay. Here's how it works. I'm gonna read some scenarios, and if you did it, you gotta tell us the story. And if you didn't do it, or you don't want to admit that you did it, you can say, did I do that? And I guess we'll never know. Okay. Um, okay. And our audience gets to do this with us. All right? So. You have your polls in front of you, and if you think we did it, you raise the green side. And if you don't think we did it, you raise the red side. All right, Jaleel, we're gonna take turns asking the questions to each other. Are you right. ready? Let's go. Okay, you go. All right, here we go, here we go. Did you ever ding a car just a little bit, but you didn't tell anybody? Drew, can you drive? Okay, I've done it. <laughs> but in all fairness, the last time I did it, I left a note and the person never called me. Okay, okay, all right. Um, so, okay, my turn. Did you ever see someone at a party and run the other way? Ooh, ooh, ooh. You know what? 
Yes. <laughs> yes. Even, even worse, the first girl I ever made out with in high school, I, I saw her at the school basketball game the next week, and I hadn't called her. And so I just bolted out of the gym. <laughs> it happens. You know, we're all learning in life how to handle situations. Okay. Christy, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Christy. Yay! <laughs> Christina, he's sorry. I love this. All right, your turn. All right, hold on. I got to get so good for you now. Oh, okay. Well, let's get down and dirty. Have you ever flipped off a stranger? Um, 100%, I uh, give the bird a little too often. <laughs> it feels good. There's nothing like it. Okay, did you ever act like Urkel to impress a girl? Oh, you know what? You know what? No. <laughs> no, it's odd. Now, listen, I, 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 it was one thing that I just couldn't stand when I was, especially in my late teens and my, in my college years, if a girl that I liked asked me to do the character, uh, it was just like deflating because it let me know she really wasn't checking for me at all. As a matter of fact, I have a really funny story. I'll share it really quickly. I remember one time I was checking out this girl and I was just like, oh my gosh, I just, I just, I, I gotta know her. And she was like, um, she came up to me and I was just like, I thought it was the magnetism. And she came up to me and she said, uh, she said, um, can I have a picture? And I was like, oh. And I said, okay, I'll tell you what. I'll give you my phone number. I won't give you a picture. You can have that instead. And she was like, I just want the picture. Then after I gave her the picture, she was like, but I'll take your number two. I'm like, oh, hell no, get up out of here, dude. Yeah, but totally. Just, you, you, you screwed it all up. You screwed it all up, baby. Um, all right, um, your question. Did you ever drunk dial someone you shouldn't have? True. True. Oh my God, there's like almost not one red flower in there. <laughs> um, and you would be totally right. Of course I've drunk dialed people, 100%. I mean- They're on to you, who, 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 God, who? let's see, who, who? Um, I know, cause like the Lizzo with like the Chris Evans thing is so cute. She's always like, I'm drunk, but I love him. And I'm so into their journey. Um, I hope they end up together. Um, gosh. Um, uh, Adam Sandler. It was Adam Sandler. I know it. it was Adam Sandler. You know, the truth is, like, Adam is such a safe person for me. It wouldn't matter if I drunk dialed him. He's like one of my dearest friends. I think it was Denzel Washington. It was it Denzel was... Washington. Tell I... us it was Denzel. I wish I crank called Denzel Washington in the middle of the night. That's what I really <laughs> want to do. Um, okay. Um, well, Jaleel, I have just loved playing this game with you. Um, you are just the best. And would you please come back and do that with me some more? Absolutely. Okay, great. And then I'll Drunk do your show me. and podcast and we can just keep this party going. Yes, you do my podcast and you're free to drunk dial me anytime you <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Jaleel. Ditto. Okay, be sure to check out Ever After on Topic and on socials as well. And we will be right back.
Every day, our world gets a little more connected, but a little further apart. But then, there are moments that remind us to be more human. Thank you for calling Amica Insurance. Hey, uh, I was just in an accident. Don't worry, we'll get you taken care of. At Amica, we understand that looking out for each other isn't new or groundbreaking. It's human. Amica, empathy is our best policy. Graduation is a sweet occasion, but finding the perfect gift can be a bitter struggle. MMS.com has a solution personalized M&Ms. Just imagine the look on your grad's face when they receive a custom candy creation featuring their school's colors, name, and even their photo printed right on some M&Ms. It's a thoughtful way to celebrate their accomplishments and make the occasion even more special. Visit MMS.com to create your own personalized gifts and party favors for graduations, weddings, birthdays, and more. That's MMS.com. Use code WONDERY to receive 15% off your next order. We're celebrating hometowns all season long. Isn't this country amazing? So many special places that we get to call home because there is no place like home. And for second grade teacher Tatiana Inis, that's Washington DC, our nation's capital. And she's about to show us around. Take it away, Tatiana. Hey Drew, my name is Tatiana Inis. I'm an elementary school teacher right here in Washington DC. Now, DC has been my home for the past couple of years, and I love it here. One of the things that I love about DC is its rich history and culture. Now, we're about to go check out Union Market. It's my favorite place to hit up right after work, so let's go. My first stop when I come to Union Market is I always go to Pudding. Pudding is a New Orleans Southern comfort food all wrapped in one. Honestly, the bread pudding is delicious, but everything on the menu is delicious. I normally order the shrimp and grits or the etouffee, so if you're at Union Market, check out the pudding. We're here at Meridian Hill Park. What's the locals actually call it Malcolm X? Little no fact, I didn't even know it was called Meridian Hill Park. I've always referred to it as Malcolm X Park. Now, on Sundays, they have a drum circle, and it's absolutely beautiful. Like, live music on a Sunday, why not? It's my favorite place to come when I just want to chill out, want to walk my dog, go for a run. It's just the peace in the middle of the city. All right, Drew, that's just a little snapshot into Washington, D.C. I hope you love it as much as I do. Listen, next time you're in town, hit me up, girls. I'll see you soon. Well, thank you, Tatiana. That was amazing. I love D.C. so much. You cannot go there and not be awestruck by the history. By the way, have you ever had a summer in DC? Woo, that is humidity. I will tell you, um, the cherry blossoms, the museums, it's just, thank you for taking us through your DC. And we'll be right back. The spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. We are actually going to do a new segment and we're kicking it off right 
now with none other than one of the greatest chefs in the entire globe. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Anne Burrell. Thank you so much for having me. It's so good to be here. We're gonna kick off um, Drew's Cooking School. That's right, and Anne is gonna be the teacher. Now, part of Drew's Cooking School is for when those people who don't feel so confident in the kitchen need some guidance, need some, you know, confidence. We're gonna say this together because it's our new signature segment. Are you ready, everybody? It's time for Drew's Cooking School. Yeah. Congratulations on your cooking school. Now, Anne, I'm really excited about this question. What is one piece of advice you have for people who aren't confident in the kitchen? All right, I have two straight out of the box. And it's so funny because when people are like, oh, I don't know how to do stuff in the kitchen. I'm like, well, what happens when you follow a recipe? And they're like, a recipe? And I'm like, what do you mean, what do you mean? Because if you don't know how to get somewhere or how to do something, you look for a set of directions. Yes. That's what a recipe is. But then the other thing is, is do your mise en place. And mise en place is a French term and it means put in place. It's the first thing you learn in culinary school. It's the first thing I teach people when they're starting off cooking. It's do all of your prep work first, like cut your onions, cut your tomatoes, get everything out and get it ready so that when you start to cook, it's not a mad scramble to find everything. Which is why you burn everything and right? then feel like a and, failure. And you feel stressed out and you have dishes everywhere. And, and the food sucks. All right. Yeah, exactly. All right, this is great advice. Um, now you're about to teach a foolproof recipe to two of our viewers who reached out um, to us to learn at our cooking school. Let's meet them. Hi, Drew. My name is Catherine and I'm a mom of three. I feel like people who have an instinct for cooking have always had that instinct and that is something I just was not born with. I remember being intimidated by the kitchen as a little girl, so I didn't even bother. I took a cooking class a few years ago. However, I just came across as more of a class clown. I have ruined everything from chicken nuggets, mac and cheese, pizza, you name it. You know, you could just cut around the, the burnt part. Even my kids have started teasing me and wondering, what is mom gonna make tonight? I could use help from a professional to make a quick and simple recipe so I can impress my family and friends. Hi Drew, my name is Tiffany Grimes and I desperately need your help when it comes to cooking in the kitchen. I tend to mess up the simplest recipes due to my disastrous cooking skills and my busy work schedule, which is working and teaching full time. I just tend to eat out every single day and it's really starting to burn a hole through my pockets. So I would just love to learn some quick simple dinner recipes that I could master at home. Can someone help me? All right, please welcome Tiffany and Catherine. Yeah. Hello, hello, hello. Hello, All right, uh -oh. Anne. What are you teaching us today? So today we are making a super delicious chicken milanese. So it's a breaded and fried chicken cutlet. Mm -hmm. And then it is topped with a little corn, tomato, and red onion salad. And of course, at this time of year, basil and a little arugula. Okay, all right, class is officially in session. Take us through it. So we okay. have um, a chicken breast that we have cut in half. So it's two thin slices of a chicken breast. But the first thing when we're thinking about raw chicken, 
anything that touches raw chicken, you have to wash your hands. So let's right. just glove up right okay. now. So we have our two pieces right. of chicken. We have a little saute pan and we're just gonna beat our meat. Like, you know, <laughs> it doesn't, we wow. like to have fun. So, I really like this cooking segment. Right. So it's the idea naughty is, and inappropriate, just like me. Right. That's what I always say. I'm mm. Amberell and I'm inappropriate. But it's it's we're just gonna pound it a little bit to okay. flatten it. So it's like hit and drag. There we go. There we go. And that's it. There right. we go. Done. 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 That's it. That's, that's it. it. All right. Okay. All right. So then we can put the little saute pan aside. So now what we're gonna do? We're gonna run these guys. Let's um, season them with salt. Do you want to do both sides? Yes. Both sides. Okay. Turn it over. Now, so a nice even coating of salt. Now, it's a nice yeah. light coating. Tiffany, one of the things like, I loved reading right, about you yep, is that you nice. also want to be up. economically minded when you eat. Yes. So, Anne, is this dish an economically yes. friendly meal? So you can, chicken breasts, like honestly, if you buy the whole chicken and take the breasts off your chicken yourself, then you have the chicken breasts, you have the chicken legs, you know, the drums and the thighs, right. and then you have the carcass to make chicken stock out of. You mm. get a lot of use out of that one chicken. So buy a whole chicken if you yes. can. Get yes. many yes. chicken. That's a good okay. tip. So there we go. So now we're gonna go through the standard breading procedure. So it's flour, we dust it in the flour, shake off the excess flour, then egg wash. So this is an egg beaten together with a little bit of water. And then we're gonna go right into the breadcrumb and this is panko breadcrumbs. They are Japanese breadcrumbs. They're nice, big, thick shards and they get extra crispy. This is also mixed with a little bit of Parmesan cheese. Parmigiano, so, oh that's right. a hot tip, Anne, because so, that adds more salt and more umami flavor. Extra flavor. Can I ask a question? Yes, okay. of course. What happens, like one of my kids doesn't like Parmesan or any kind of cheese. I mean, I bet you if you snuck the Parmesan in there and didn't tell them, <laughs> they wouldn't even know. I don't know, I bet. I'm so sensitive. But if you, if you feel <laughs> like, you know, cheese averted, <laughs> just leave it out. Okay. All right, <laughs> so then we go. my chicken in. Okay. So there oh, we sorry. go. And then I'm doing my second one. <laughs> okay, by the oh, way, Catherine, I gotta rush. tell you, I really relate to you because my children, um, when I serve them go. food. Let's turn your pan They're on. not like, oh my God, Mom, okay, this is amazing. They're, you know, like little mini food critics all of a sudden in the kitchen. And so I just really related to your story of there your kids not seeming totally satisfied with your food and you're doing your best. There we go. Okay. So we want a nice gentle fry. Very good. Look nice at all these. Fry. These look good. Right? Good. You see how you have a nice gentle fry? And then, so it's not, then shouldn't be like a Whitewater it. Rapids. It's like sort of like a jacuzzi. It's very zen. And then, right, <laughs> exactly. Cooking can be zen. I find it zen. Yeah, uh -huh. you know, cooking can also be a hot freaking mess, but you know what? That's okay because we're gonna go to our commercial <laughs> break and we're gonna continue this journey and get our confidence. We'll be right back. <laughs> CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. School and 
Anne Burrell the Great is our teacher. For us newbies, and Tiffany and Catherine are here, and she's teaching us how to make an easy peasy chicken milanese. That rhymes. Right? <laughs> yeah. Okay, now that our chicken is done, first of all, I just wanna oh. show um, uh, Tiffany's chicken. I think it looks really good. How are you feeling? No, I'm actually feeling a little better now. Ah! Usually, <laughs> I'm used to burning it, so that came out really good. So now while these guys are hanging out, let's just whip together our salad. So we've done our mise en place. We have one ear of corn that's cut off the cob. It's raw corn. Who knew you could eat raw corn? But I like raw corn. Me too. I it's really do. Like you know what I also love out of the can? And it's my favorite word to say, niblets. Don't get me wrong. I love a can of corn too. <laughs> uh, I love um, creamed corn too. I would pour it all over my body if I could. I, mean, I really do. You can. I guess so. I can. You know what? You're right, Anne. I can. I can. So <laughs> then we have one beefsteak tomato. Tomatoes. So we've kept the, um, the gel and the seeds oh, because we're going to use this for our vinaigrette, by uh, the way. Ooh. So we have some red wine vinegar and olive oil. We'll take our- Uzi Goozy. Yes, the, the um, so it's like a, sort of a tomato seed vinaigrette. So we're putting this in. Um, and then are we emulsifying it? Because I do love an emulsification. Well, yes, go ahead, whip it together. Um, so we have some onions that we're adding to this. We have one clove of garlic that we're adding to our vinaigrette. Minced. Right. Minced, right. And then a little bit of salt. We whip it together. So we're just gonna stir this all together. So pour it right over there. I, I just know that I'm also a lot okay. like Tiffany. I'm really busy and I yeah. tend to order takeout a lot. Same. And you know, you wanna stop the takeout habit and start cooking for yourself. Yeah. And as a busy mom, I really relate to both of you. My kids aren't cheering me on in the kitchen and I don't have a lot of time Fine. to cook for them. And you're thinking about the economical aspect yes. and I'm thinking about the psychology of kind of, I don't feel super empowered in the kitchen. It's a place that I really love, um, but when it comes to like necessity, it's stressful. Mm -hmm. So like, what can we do to empower you to take the stress out? Well, I have to say my 14 year old daughter likes to cook. I mean, she likes to bake. So. I've actually helped her. I've been more of her assistant, which has been good. That's been a way to bond. I love that. It's, it's been, yeah, it's a good thing. I bake with my kids all the time. But I will say, um, the cleanup is a nightmare. Is it? Right. That's the other That's part, the part to it, right? But you know, I'm like, it's worth it because it is really bonding. And because you're cooking with a kid, like sometimes as much as maybe you're not getting the best um, five-star reviews for them, at the same time, you can be so much more playful with them. Oh yeah, oh yeah. So okay. let's get your basil in there and then just stir it all up. Look at how beautiful that oh, looks. Oh, my basil, okay, perfect. Oh. And then we have a plate with just a little handful of arugula on the bottom, a little salad. And I love to uh, take the chicken and put the warm oh, chicken, chicken right on top of the salad so it kind of wilts it a little bit. And then we spoon the salad over. And make sure that you get some of that really yummy vinaigrette that's in the bottom of there too. So, and just let it kind of fall where it may. It's kind of like a confetti situation. And there we go, and that's it. That looks beautiful. Oh, wow. Right? <laughs> you made it from start to finish. There you go. I, I think I can do this. Really? I think I can do this. Do you feel good about what you've done? Yes. And Catherine, how do you feel? Because I'm looking at your dish 
and I'm here to tell you that I think your dish looks beautiful, right? Yes. It, it looks lovely and fresh and delicious. It's got rainbows. So, I mean, to me, uh, cooking also, especially when you're not comfortable in the kitchen, don't try to go for the hardest thing that you've ever tried to do. I am always about the low-tech solution. Like, let's not make it harder or more difficult. Like, let's pick a few ingredients that you're like, oh, I really want to eat these and go around those and just be respect them and be kind to them. And it sh doesn't have to take a long time. Well, I mean, Catherine, I think what you made is really beautiful. How do you feel about it? I'm, I'm feeling empowered. Yes, <laughs> and yes, but you know what? <laughs> Thank you. I have to say though, and you're a mom and you could probably relate to this, but there is like a little chicken finger thing that I could sort of use with the kids, you know? Absolutely. I mean, I could say this is like a giant chicken finger, but with some, uh, <laughs> Exactly. You know? It's exactly what I it mean, is. I mean, think about it. Let's try our let's, dishes, ladies. Let's try. Oh, okay, yes. I'm really excited. Me too. <laughs> okay. I am, I'm, I'm very, very honored to be taught by the great Anne Burrell. I'm very honored to cook with two women yes. who um, I really relate to emotionally in the kitchen. Mm. Oh, it's delicious. Ooh. Right? Mm. It's delicious. Mm. <laughs> it's like the, the tomato seed vinaigrette with the really pop of the red wine vinegar and the garlic in there. I don't taste any Parmesan also, do you? No. Oh, and you gosh. just get no, the, I don't the mommy of it, right? You are, I don't either. <laughs> you made it. Congratulations. <laughs> Look at that. This we were really two changers. <laughs> <laughs> we changed the chief. And Anne, I think you have a little surprise for somebody. Someone? I do. For both of you ladies, uh, I'm going to uh, give you guys uh, a, a set of my cookware that's available on HSN to uh, make it much easier for you to cook at home. Dishwasher safe, you can, you know, they're right. they're non-stick, you can use metal utensils and then throw them right in the dishwasher. Oh my god. And I would like to stick with you ladies and continue the culinary journey this year. Will you do this with oh me? Goodness. Oh my gosh. Uh, absolutely. Okay, <laughs> let's keep this party going. Thank you everyone. We'll be right back. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. co-captain of the Drew's News team, Rossi Ross Matthews. Hi, everybody. Hi, hi, hi. You're loving a chest bump. You pull it off well, Rossi. Thank you. Let's dive in with a juicy question today. Here it is. Should your coworkers 
feel like your family. The advice column at The Cut recently tackled this topic. They got a letter from someone who works at a nonprofit where social functions and a family vibe are a big part of the company culture. This person said they don't always want to participate because their work-life balance gets off, but they're worried they'll miss a promotion or an opportunity just because they didn't go on like drinks and scavenger hunts, all that stuff. Ross, thoughts? Well, I think it depends on the job. I mean, here, you and I are like baked into one little hot pocket. We are <laughs> close. And because we are ourselves here, we share. But I remember when I worked at McDonald's and yes, I was a triple threat. I did the drive-through, the register and the grill. That means I was like the Beyonce of McDonald's. <laughs> I, was, I was not, like I, I have to admit, I wasn't all up in what my coworkers were doing because I don't know, I just didn't have that connection. I think it's a really interesting topic and the reason I gravitated towards this article is because I push family culture. Um, and I think that we spend so much time at work so if there's a way to be a human at work and relate to people and make it personal, I just think it's a better use of time. I think so too. Next, if you like to sleep naked as the day you were born, apparently the writers at Newsweek want you to go for it. They talked to a bunch of sleep scientists and psychologists and collected every single reason that you should <laughs> sleep stark naked. Here are just a few. Sleeping nude helps you fall asleep faster. Mm. Uh, a cooler sleep temperature leads to a deeper non-REM um, sleep for a more restorative sleep. Uh -huh. um, and it can even help with male fertility. <laughs> oh, and vaginal health. Oh my goodness. What? All there of a sudden we went goop on this Whoa, thing. hi. Um, I know, whoa. <laughs> hey, guess what? <laughs> um, <laughs> Did you hear the news? <laughs> Newsweek is real hot to trot on this whole <laughs> subject, Ross. Thoughts? I have so many thoughts right now. <laughs> I'll, I'll tell you, that I don't sleep in the nude. Um, it's not for me. Uh, really? Yeah, no. Mm -mm. I, I have. What do you sleep in? I, silk pajamas? Not silk pajamas, no. <laughs> I pictured you in silk pajamas. No, don't picture me at all. <laughs> <laughs> I just, you know, it's not, I like to be covered head to toe. But what do you sleep in? Um, well, again, it depends on the situation. Um, if uh, there's no one around, I am a total nudie. Really? I love sleeping naked. I like walking to my kitchen naked. I love just walking around the house the naked. The house naked? Yes, I do, I do. Um, we actually opened this up to, uh, it's time for audience poll. Oh. That's right. Um, okay, by show of polls, <laughs> I want to see. Are we really asking about nudity and polls in the same? <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Okay, who's a fan of sleeping au nature, as they say? A lot of green, a lot of green, a lot of green, mm. some red. Okay, uh, oh, we have a Fatima in the audience. Fatima, why do you like sleeping naked? Literally every benefit you listed. I sleep so much better. I'm more well rested and I'm just, I, I toss and turn too much at night and pajamas are way too restricting. All right, well, I'm really excited to bring our next guest to the desk because he spent the last year um, doing something very special. It all started when he lost his office job last summer. And days later, he created I Want to Mow Your Lawn. It's a charity offering free lawn care to veterans and seniors in his New Jersey community. 
And that was just the start of a movement for mowing from one man and one mower. It's grown to, guess what? 115 volunteers across 31 states. Wow, that's a movement. and I literally can't believe it. He's actually here right now. Please welcome Brian Schwartz in the flesh. <laughs> you have this hard moment where you lose your job. How did you turn that into looking outwards and wanting to take care of others? I definitely I felt like my world was caving in. And, you know, I just I went outside to mow my own lawn. Uh, just to clear my mind, just think about life, like what's next. And I found it to be just like a form of therapy. Um, so I just packed up my mower into my family Jeep, drove around, and um, just kept going. Give social distant um, yard work free of charge. Mm. I know you have been, well, I, I think about what you did, which is just, one little thing, mowing a lawn, but it started a movement now. You've inspired so many other people, and I know you got one letter in particular from somebody that meant a lot to you. Yeah, yeah, so um, hearing from all kinds of people over time, um, got this letter in the mail from someone that I don't even know uh, who this person is or what they're going through. It was like, got a little card that says, you make a difference. Oh, this is this the is actual from, letter. It's the actual letter. Um, it says, be the reason someone believes in the goodness of people. And that kind of just let, and says, you are the reason, sir. And so that motivated me just to keep it going. Um, I got this t-shirt like made on her behalf, whoever it was, and I wear it. Oh, I love that. And her, what was her name? Her name is Sloan. Well, we, um, um, and we actually um, have a follow-up from the letter. Um, here is the woman who wrote you this letter. Her name is Sloan. And uh, roll the tape. Take a look right there. Hi, Brian. I'm Sloan Sheridan Thomas. I'm the person who wrote you a note about I want to mow your lawn, your service that you're providing during this pandemic. And I was truly inspired and wanted to appreciate you for that. Um, I think you're amazing. And I'm also just appreciate how much your business has grown since then and thank you for doing all of this for old people and veterans and let's stay in touch and become pen pals that would be great you would yeah it's like un unbelievable <laughs> Yeah. Nice to know she is real. Put a face to the mysterious angel. Unbelievable. Mm -hmm. She changed the world. Well, I want to donate $5,000 to your mow the, your lawn. I want to mow your lawn! <laughs> I love it. And I love you, Brian Schwartz. Aww. You're just so amazing. Thank you so much. It's just amazing just to be here. Just so amazing, so thank you. Everybody, go to thedrewbarrymarshow.com to learn more about I Wanna Mow Your Lawn. <laughs> we'll be right back. I love you! Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. 
I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Welcome back. It's time for Pop, Pop Quiz. Quiz. <laughs> All right, Sharon, Nikki, you have been selected. Yeah. Yeah. You look so cute. You coordinate with Drew and I. All yes. right, from right over here. You are inspiring me to shimmy. <laughs> All right, if you correctly answer the questions about today's show, you'll win $1,000. And the good news is if you answer one, it's 100, and you answer two, it's 200. You know, so yeah. it, you could win something. Okay, okay. All right. I'm ready. Let's do it. Okay, right. first question. Jaleel White played Urkel on Family Matters. What was his catchphrase? Did I do that? That's yeah! right! <laughs> and we just wanted to hear you say it, too. <laughs> okay, question number two. Chef Anne Burrell, she had a, go, uh, a phrase, mise en place. What language was it in? Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh-huh. Can I give you a hint? Can I give her a hint? Uh-huh. It's mise en place. Oh, it sounds like French. Yes. 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 And the final question is Newsweek recommends that you sleep in what for a better night's sleep? Naked! Yes. cars like these on auto trader new cars used cars electric cars maybe even flying cars okay no flying cars but as soon as they get invented they'll be on auto trader just you wait auto trader